Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? What's, <laughs> what is so funny? It's really funny because I just got the 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 image you texted me of yeah. you before your haircut and you after your haircut. Right, we, we've got to post this on the episode so people can see it. It's hysterical. It's a it's a big difference. It's, it's a like big you you with your mugshot, <laughs> your masked mugshot masked of mugshot. before and after. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of things that we're posting, we've yes. had some changes going on in social land. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, I have decided to expand the group online to more than just Spirit Sherpa listeners to, okay. to make it available to, you know, students of mine and to people who are just curious and things like that. And so I've changed the name and I'm sure you'll be oh. thrilled to know that. Insert choir <laughs> of angels here. <laughs> of course, it was a mouthful before. <laughs> it's still a mouthful, but it's easier to say now. <laughs> so instead of the Spirit Sherpa podcast after party, which is so hard to say, um, we have shifted the name to Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta. So it's easier to find. It's yep. easier to know it's mine. It's, you yep. know, blah, 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 right? And we're going to be doing some cool stuff in there. Excellent. Yeah. Now, so if people were excited. in the group before, it's the same group, just to change same name. Group. So if you're yeah. there already, super duper, you're still there. You're just going to notice the name change. If you're not there, well, go find it. Now it's yeah. easier to find. Now you have no excuses. Ding, Come ding, and join ding, us. Ding. We're rocking. We're rolling. We're hooching. We're scooching. We're going to be doing a bunch of videos and webinars and yeah. all sorts of cool stuff, additional content type stuff in the in the group. So yeah. for those of you who've been hanging out going, why well, don't I don't. 
I don't know if I really want to commit. And I don't, I don't know if I really want you to know who I am. And, you know, just know I don't have time to look in your energy field unless you ask. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not going to know. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, show up because one of the things that everybody says consistently is that it is a fantastic community. And right, right. now we all need, we all need some real community. Yeah. Community is key, especially with what we're going through here in the year of 2020. The year of the crazy year of hell. Yeah. <laughs> the year of insanity. It, it hasn't quite surpassed my official year, year from hell in 2010, but it is coming close. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we've got the, I saw someone posted something the other day and it was just a person saying who had square dancing uh, hurricanes on their bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. It's and now we've got a, a freaking asteroid that's going to be here in November. <laughs> Come on, a point four five percent chance of hitting. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's not going to hit us. But the thing no. is that, it, that we haven't had one come that's close. And yeah. of course, it's going to be this year that anything's even coming remotely close. Of course. Of course. You know, it's the apocalypse. Yeah. Hey, exactly. It's just going to go down. Welcome to our world. Welcome to our world. Speaking of having help and and community and reaching out to things that that give you stable power whatnot i'm stretching here i'm trying to transition you are. it's you're, not you're working to transition you're, yeah, <laughs> it's but not you're making working. a valiant effort <laughs> but let's talk about power animals shall yes, we let's do that <laughs> <laughs> kelly what is a power animal let's start there please so a power animal is a in which land you would refer to it kind of as a familiar although it's not exactly the same thing okay um so we can talk about familiars too hey why not why not and we're going to talk power animal versus totem, too. Okay. So a power animal is an animal who you make an agreement with to allow you to utilize some of their abilities in exchange for something that you do for them. Okay. In that way, it's the same as working with a god or a goddess and, you know, saying, please give me this amount of your power and I will give you this offering. Same concept, except that... It tends to be when you're working with gods and goddesses, it tends to be, um, you know, I'm going to make this offering. I'm going to do this ritual for you. And then it's done. Yeah. Power animal tends to be more for one. It tends to be a longer relationship. It's not a one off. Okay. And for two, it's it's less about making an offering and more about coming into alignment with the energy of the animal. Okay. And so for the animal. What you're looking at is, you know, you have to ask the animal what they want. That's, let me just start there. Yeah. But I'm going to give you an idea of a couple of things, you know. Okay. But for an animal, let's say you want the energy of rabbit because you're trying to get pregnant. Okay. A great animal to use as a power animal for getting pregnant. Well, rabbit also is an herbivore. Yep. So rabbit may ask you to become vegetarian for the time that you're working with rabbit rabbit may ask you to eat more carrots rabbit may ask you to leave offerings to the rabbits in your yard or open up your garden and let the rabbits eat your food yeah (laughs) rabbit may ask you to put up fencing to keep it safe from predators you don't know what the rabbit's going to ask for yeah so you just have to be prepared for whatever it is they they ask and if you can't come to an agreement, you can't come to an agreement, and that's fine. Yep. The animal will tell you what it is that they want. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're going to say, well, how do you how do you know what they want, right? right. <laughs> I can hear that yep. in my head right now. 
we talked about journeying in the last episode. Yep. This is a journey. You would go on a journey into the into the lower world. You'd do that climb down the tree trunk into the lower world, and you would go find a rabbit in the lower world. There may or may not be a guide. Sometimes an animal guide comes to meet you to take you to your spirit animal. And, you know, you go and you have the conversation in the journey world. Mm-hmm. And you have the conversation with the rabbit there and you just, you just have a conversation with them. It's like talking to anybody else. Okay. And, and, you know, people are like, (laughs) it's like, stop worrying about whether or not you're doing it right. Just have the damn conversation. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And so you'd have a conversation. You either come to terms or you don't. And you talk about a timeframe. Okay. So, you know, if you want to, if you want the gift of seeing further and wider, to take a more strategic approach on life, you might talk to hawk or mm-hmm. eagle. You know, if you want to be able to be comfortable while stuck in quarantine, you might go talk to bear who likes to hibernate for months on end. Yeah, it just depends on what you're trying to do as to which animal seems the most appropriate. I was going on walkabout. I dedicated myself to grandmother spider. Yeah, <laughs> because she weaves the web of life and then walks it. So let me ask you this with regards to what you're talking about. You're talking about asking a specific um, request of the animal. Yes. Do you have to ask a request or is it, is it sometimes that you just align with the energy or the power of the animal? Is Or is it always that you're asking something of the animal? It's not just that you have a power animal somewhere just because of who you are. So spirit guides power animals similar sort of language, right? Mm-hmm. They're generally a, you know, we make an agreement. Okay. The agreement may be that we make an agreement to be friends. Right. In which case, you know, that is what it is, yep, right? Exactly. There are spirit animals or, or power animals, and then there are totems. Okay. And totems tend to be with you for long term. Ah. They're usually lifelong connections. Okay. So snake and spider and turtle are my totems. Mm -hmm. I have been finding turtles everywhere, connected to turtles. I mean, turtle went with me on my walkabout. You know, turtle takes home with them on their back. Yeah. For a military kid, that was a great totem. Snake is all about transformation and healing. Mm -hmm. You know, who am I? Yeah, that's what I do, right? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a required totem for me. And spider, we talked about the learn to walk the web of life gracefully before I learned to weave it, dedication that I made to grandmother spider when I went on walkabout and now I'm weaving. These are lifelong totems. I mean, I remember my mother telling me don't kill the spiders when I was a child, (laughs) you know, it's, they've been there with me since I was very small. When you have a totem, that's the way it is. Okay. They're with you for a lifetime and they follow you throughout that lifetime and, and you're on the journey with them. Okay. And that's the agreement to be, in alignment and in respectful relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as being friends. Yep. I would not say that Grandmother Spider is my friend. Yep. She is a guide. She is my totem. I'm in respectful relationship with her. Yep. So that's the that's the differential between a totem versus a power animal or spirit guide. Okay. So familiars are a different relationship too. They're sort of a a totem that comes to you later in life. <laughs> Um, It's kind of the way it works. So a familiar is, it's not even really right either. So a familiar is typically a cat. Okay. Doesn't have to be, but typically a cat. The familiar's job is is they become another arm 
of you magically. Okay. They're a magical partner in your workings. They are an extension of your awareness because they will pick up on things that you don't know about and feed you information. They will uh, sometimes put themselves in the way of danger for you. They will add their energy, lend themselves to a working. Familiars are, it's, it's kind of like a marriage okay. almost. It's a magical marriage between you and the animal. And so it's a lifelong bond. Mm -hmm. There is no getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> There's no giving away your familiar ever. It, it, it's bad. It's like really bad. So, and when a familiar dies, it's, it's really challenging on mm -hmm. the person. And when the person dies, it's really challenging on the familiar. You're literally connecting your, your magical energies. Okay. Why do we use these? Right. For one, magic is a lonely business often, especially now. Yeah. When you can't like go be with a coven or go be with a, a tribe or, you know, whoever else you might be in a circle or whoever you might be doing your work with and having a connection to an animal, even in the spirit form is comforting. It also brings you into connection with the primal parts of yourself, with the parts of you that resonate and understand and are part of the earth that are part of the animal kingdom. Okay. When the tsunami hit Thailand, lots of people died. Very few animals died yep. because the animals felt it coming and the people were not connected into the same primal source. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. It brings you into that connection so that you would have been the one going, mm, I don't really want to be here right now. Yeah. You wouldn't necessarily know that the tidal wave was coming, but you would just know you wouldn't want to be on the beach. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like going to the mountains. Let's go to the mountains. <laughs> and then you'd hear about the tidal wave and go, oh, that would be why. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part of yourself that you bring yourself into alignment with when you do work with power animals, spirit animals, totems, and familiars. You're really bringing yourself more into alignment with that energy. And to really get the full benefit of any of the gifts that they give you, you really need to be in connection with that energy. Yeah. So now you're going to say, well, how do I get in connection with that energy? <laughs> the earth has its own vibration, much like anyone else. I was talking to somebody the other day and I, and they said, well, how do I find this person and in the astral, somebody who had passed over. And I said, well, just remember their energy signature and reach out for it and you'll find it. Well, the earth has its own energy signature as well. And the process of coming into alignment with that energy is an entrainment process. And we talked about entrainment before. Yep. So really what you're doing is you're entraining with the earth. You're coming into energetic alignment, harmony with the earth. Okay. In Native American culture, they would refer to this as walking in beauty. Okay. What you're doing is you're bringing yourself into harmonic alignment with the earth such that you feel the earth and the earth feels you. So it's kind of an energetic codependent relationship, <laughs> but with the earth, right? Which yeah. is okay. When you stand in that space, this is how Native American braves were able to walk silently through the forest. They were just intending to walk silently and their feet would naturally find the path where it would be silent. Okay. They wouldn't be looking for the path. They wouldn't be saying, oh, if I put my foot here, or if I put my foot there, it, it isn't that. It is, I'm in awareness of, with Mother Earth. I'm in alignment with Mother Earth, and I intend to be silent. And she supports me in this. 
and I trust her to guide my steps. It became not even instinctual. It just became natural. Yeah, natural. So you put forth the intention and you allow yourself to be guided. Mm -hmm. That's the journey. Okay. And that's how it works. Um, When you're coming into alignment with the earth, then... Working with a power animal makes sense. Working with a totem makes sense. Working with a, with working with a familiar is a little different. Yeah, it, it's not about getting into alignment with the earth. It's a bit. It's about connecting yourself to that animal magically. Yeah, um, it's not the same. Right. Okay. But I'm talking about it now because people are going to go, oh, familiar to yeah. totem animal. I'm like, no, 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 not, not the, the same, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to talk about them, but they're not the same thing. The familiar is an actual animal. It's yeah. it's an animal in your 3D space that you're energetically, magically connected to. Yes. Most often a black cat. And now, you talked about when we're going to find our power animal. Let's start there. You said that you're going to travel into the lower world and connect to the power animal. Is it an actual animal or is no. it just the energy of the animal? It's the essence of what it is to be that animal. rabbit. Okay. So you're connecting with particular, that, that animal's yes. essence. Yes. Well, it's the archetype of, of rabbit or rabbit. of bear or of spider. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very shamanic in the fact that it's archetypal work. Right. Right. And then when we talk about the totems that we're talking about, you talked a lot about how the symbolism as well as the animal as well as the, the these things with regards to the totems followed you throughout your whole life it wasn't yeah. a, a connection to the the archetype it wasn't a in in the sense that you actively went to connect to the archetype it Correct. wasn't an, a physical animal it was just the it was always there yeah i i found a turtle shell when i was 3 the kid next door had a stuffed cobra ready to strike in his room that I was fascinated with. Yeah. I had two boyfriends in college who had live snakes who as pets who insisted on putting them around my neck and getting me comfortable with them. <laughs> you know, my mother and the spiders and, you know, yeah. we, we had a relationship and my, my favorite book growing up was, was uh, Charlotte's web. Yeah. This is the way that they show up. And then we've talked about the day that I walked into the basement and the, the spider web came across <laughs> my face and then there wasn't any spider web when I came up and there yeah. wasn't any when I got back down in the morning. And yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then the single spider that came down in the middle of the tent when I was getting my tattoo and, you know, yeah. these, these things show up. It shows up in a variety of different ways is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. So totems are more like that. Whereas yeah. the, the power animals are connecting to the archetype and familiars are actually an actual animal. It's a yes. animal soul that you're connecting with almost. Yes, an actual an- entity, an yeah. animal. So, yes, that's exactly right. And okay. at various times, you know, uh, when I did my journey, when I was getting the tattoo, I went and spoke with the archetype of Grandmother Spider yeah. on that journey. Okay. Right? So it's not that you never talk to your totem. Right. Um, you you may absolutely go talk to your totem. Yeah. But it's not how the relationship is formed. Usually the totem chooses you, not the other way around. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I want to sort of shift gears a little bit here. Okay. We talked at the top of the episode about there's been lot, there's lots of stuff going on. 
couple of months ago, you had started a special for energy scans for people coming in. But you've got something else going on right now. We talked about it briefly, but I, I, I want to just sort of come back because you've been doing more uh, posting about it and engaging with it online. And I, I want people to understand what they're seeing and what it, what it is. Yeah. Then don't forget, I want to tell you a cool story that happened to me about my dreams. Oh, so okay. I have just finished certifying two of my coaches to do energy scans. Yeah. Kathy who has been on the podcast and Stephen, who has been on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Stephen was the shaman in training and Kathy does the, the mythology series with me. And both of them are now certified as energy scan practitioners mm -hmm. and they are doing energy scans at a ridiculously low price <laughs> of $97. Okay. And it's not because they're not qualified. Right. I got to tell you, the, the testimonials we're getting back are pretty awesome. It's because they they want to get more practice. Yeah. And it's and I just think everybody needs to have one. Yeah. At least once a year, preferably twice a year. Yeah. You know, it's not something you do every week. Right. It's not like an it's not like a psychic reading. It's an intuitive reading and an and a energy scan and a chakra scan and a aura scan and it's it's a little bit of everything, right? But basically what it comes down to is what it is is it helps you to identify what your blocks are to being your best authentic self and being in your purpose finding your bliss yeah so it's here are the blocks here's the path through them here's what the themes are here's what you do about it yeah and we've talked about energy scans on the show before but this is more opportunity for people to get them we've talked about how important they are we've had people on who have talked about how impactful they are to them yeah. you talked about having them a couple of times a year i'm falling a little short here of of making the reference to how they're they're a lot like dental checkups in the sense <laughs> that they're making sure that you're you have them every couple of every six months or so to make sure you're still on the right path you're still on the right path <laughs> but i don't want it to, to bring in images of of dental work because that's just painful and i don't I, it's not that it's just the sense no, that no. It's checking in nice and polished and clean exactly. and your mouth is all tingly <laughs> yeah it's that whole idea that so you've got your your direction you're doing your work you're checking in in six months say okay What's going on now? Based on yeah. what you've been doing, it's sort of a way to make sure that you're staying on target um, along the way, which is yeah. which is a great opportunity for people to get in there and, and start doing that work. So how are they getting this? On my Facebook feed, in also in the Spirit Sherpa group, mm -hmm. the Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta group, yeah. there's a couple of different posts in there right now. There's a Jewel was telling her story today about mm -hmm. having her at her uh, energy scan. And then there was a post that I did yesterday about it. All you got to do is find one of those posts and type me and I in the comment and I will set you up with yep. a $97 energy scan, um, which is an even better deal than I was doing before for newbies yeah. coming in. So it's, it's a great deal. It's normally $250. It's a phenomenal deal. Yeah. And it's worth every penny in 250. It yeah. really should be 500. It's that good. Okay. You know, people go back and listen to stuff over and over and over again. And, you know, you'll get six, eight months worth of great stuff out of it. Very cool. Very so, cool. So there's one other change that's been happening, too. Oh. Is, um, and you don't even know this, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spring something on you. Yay! <laughs> the Inner Peace 101 program mm -hmm. has actually been expanded to four months oh. in length. Uh, what we're finding is with COVID, people need more time. Yep. And instead of doing weekly calls, we're going to do every you know, twice a month calls. Okay. 
and that's going to make it a more easeful process for people. Yep. So um, the, the COVID sale is done, but we are doing a four month program and uh, with, with less intense uh, speed. Okay. So if that was a concern for you in the past where we've shifted it up, so Excellent. you can come back and take a look again, but story time, story time. Yeah. Tell us about story your dreams. Time. So a couple of days ago, I woke up having had this nightmare that I was riding my bike down Mount Auburn Avenue, which you know where that is in Watertown, Massachusetts. Uh, in the middle of the night, it was pitch black because all the power was out because a storm had come through and knocked over all the power lines and had knocked trees down all along Mount Auburn Avenue. And so, as you know, it's a tree lined street. Yeah. And I was riding my bike with no flashlight and I kept running into branches. I was terrified that some car was going to come up behind me, not see me and run me over because I had no light on me. And so this is how I woke up. Okay. That's terrifying. So I was, I was a little cranky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, my husband was outside building a lean-to in our yard and I walked out to check it out and I looked and the back of our yard, the back quarter of our yard was no longer accessible because there were like tree branches in the way. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, Jeff, what, what happened to our yard? <laughs> and he's like, what? And I said, we, I'm like, honey, you, you mow the lawn here, right? <laughs> like you, you used to be able to mow there. There's no way you could mow there right now. What happened to our yard? And then I walked around to the side and I said, oh my God, you see this branch that you had to stand on a ladder to cut in January? I could touch it. Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? And and I looked and the tree that had been at a slight angle was now at a severe angle and is coming down into our yard Ooh. and is hanging on by the root ball right now. And it's a good 40 foot tree. Oh, boy. It's massive. Oh, my goodness. It, it's huge. And part of the dream was the tree was coming across my ward in my backyard. <laughs> And so the, the the ward was going tree falling, York. It's going to hit you in the face because <laughs> you're not going to be able to walk. Tree in the yard. Tree in the yard. My ward is yelling. Tree in the yard. Tree right? in the yard. Tree is falling. Tree is falling. Storm damage. Tree is falling. <laughs> Just and it was the middle of the night, so it's like it's dark. It's dark. The tree is falling. So you know my ward is talking to me in my dreams. Well, and then you know I'm like, oh, that's what it was about. Well. I don't know, like 12 hours later, no, the next day I looked and Hurricane Laura had hit in Louisiana. Yep. And there was an image in the videos of someone driving down the street and all of the power lines had fallen and they looked just like fallen trees. And it was the exact same image that I had had, only mine were trees in my dream. Yeah. Of all the power lines being down. Of course, so the power being out was part of my dream, too. Right. So this is something that you want to pay attention to when you're dreaming is that you think, oh, it's this one thing. But then it may also be this other thing. We, we imagine that it has to be one thing and you have to choose. But it's actually both. Because we are living in the embodiment or the, the um, creation 
of the universal slipstream of energy. Yep. And we are we are having an experience of these archetypes that are coming into fruition in a variety of ways around us. And the tree falling in my yard and the power lines down in Louisiana are the same thing. Right. Right. On an energetic level, it's the same energy. It's like the energy of the storm has taken out big, well-established things and things are falling. And you can see that in the culture as well as in the weather as yeah. well as in your dreams, right? It's it doesn't mean it, 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 these are not separate things. They're all the same. They're all connected. And so I just wanted to make you aware. I mean, it's it's a cool story, yeah. right? <laughs> but it's also uh, making you aware of how those connections exist. Well, right? and it's talking a little bit about uh, along the lines of what we were talking about last week. What we talked about in the dreams episode is recognizing that it's symbology. It's not literal. But taking that symbology with you when you come back and working with it. Yeah. Very cool story. Very Very cool cool. story. So is the tree taken care of? Did you call a tree? The tree is is currently being propped up by bamboo and I'm waiting for Dominion Power to come and take down some of it because it's tangled up in power lines. And then we got to talk to the neighbors because it's not our tree. Oh, it's their tree. I, I, we're pretty sure. We're pretty sure it's their tree. Okay. We don't have an easement on our property line, and it's underneath the power lines. Yeah. It's the foundation, so it's got to be an easement on somebody else's property. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun conversation. But yeah. your tree is day. coming into our home. <laughs> yes, the tree is coming down, and I will take care of it. But you're going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, you got anything you want to say as we wrap up here? This has been fun. No, I mean it's 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 been. It's been good. Yeah. You know, I like, I like when I have a fun story to tell. Yeah, absolutely. So. You, you do love your stories, Kelly. I do love my stories. <laughs> and, you know, it's a very shamanic thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. All right, folks, that is all that we have for this week, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 miles, I leave behind a little fear. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information, on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since... You seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out.
and it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.